Hey, baby. Is that how you're gonna start it? Hello. Hey. <laughs> uh, you yawned as soon as it said three, two, one. So well, my yawn was quiet, and you acknowledged it. So now all the people know that I yawned. Yeah, I think I think they should know. Hey, guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of High Key Adulting. I am feeling better this week, so thank you guys for all of the warm messages and prayers and thoughts and all of the things. Um, I think Post Malone healed me. I don't know. We went to a Post Malone concert uh, last week and was it last week it was like five days ago it yeah was definitely this week. it was five days ago that felt like yesterday oh, well, i mean that I mean, felt okay, like two weeks ago technical. since today's sunday it was last week it was yeah it was last week it was wednesday yeah. um yeah it was so fun post malone was amazing i loved it so so much I'm, I'm glad to be feeling better but yeah today i am joined with chris yet again for another episode hello how are you hello hi hello Hello. Um, yeah, the last time we recorded an episode, I wasn't uh, chronically ill. I was okay and doing well, and then I wasn't. So yeah, this was the last guest that I had on prior to getting sick um, with my skin condition, and he's back. The best guest. The best guest he claims to be. Guys, we 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 hit a year of our relationship. Yay! Mm-hmm. Yay! This episode, I w- I wanted to do this like when we were actually like hitting a year but i started having a flare-up at that time so i had to push everything back i didn't want to but it ended up happening whatever um yeah did you want to talk about the concert give us your updates i mean i was just really sad that you know the way they treated roddy rich there that wasn't how they treated nah, them it was, it was just, just kind of disrespectful I I, mean, they didn't know the songs like they, they <laughs> legitimately only sung the box yeah, he said, he everybody stand songs. up. They only sung the box. That's not true. <laughs> they sung other ones. I swear I was the only person singing every other song. But that's okay, but you're... also, he did like five or six, of his maybe even songs. seven songs that were feature songs. Where I was like, why are yeah, you doing feature songs? But that's because those are the ones that people know, so that's why. It, those are not his ones. He didn't do any. He did He did two songs off of um, Please excuse me for being anti-social, which is his, his most popular album, the mm. album that has the box on, which I'm, I'm like, he only did the box. He high did Fashion. High Fashion and War Baby. Mm. He didn't do any of the other popular songs off that album, so I was like, okay. He also didn't do a single song off of his new album. Because that was, was definitely, like we said that, but though, that was still a Post Malone like audience, so it got yeah. way crowded. Not only that, for some reason, there was there, like people weren't sat down for Roddy Rich, so the... the the crowd was kind of empty, and then when Post came out, like, everyone was there. There were so many people sitting. Sitting down. <laughs> yeah. So many, and I was like, I guess maybe Post Malone would come sit at his concert. Yeah. I don't know. But we got to see. Like, that was the Crypto Staples Arena. We call it, we still call it the Staples, it's don't the staples. we? It's Staples, bro. But whatever. It's called Crypto now. But the Staples Center, I didn't, we didn't, we've never been, like, inside before. But our seats were only 80 bucks. Like, they were pretty cheap. So, I mean, and we got to see Post Malone. Like, it, it, we, we could Roddy see Rich. him clearly. Oh, oh, yes, and Roddy Rich, Chris. <laughs> we got to see them clearly. Um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to see them because I had, like, my vision has been suffering due to TSW. My eyes have been, like, unable to open, dot, dot, dot. Um, so I wore contacts that night, and that was the first time I put in contacts in over, like, a month since I've been back. Um, and I was like, I, I want to be able to see him. And I was able to see him very clearly. Like, the seats that we have are really good. Um, so yeah, we had a good time. I think, I, I do think Post Malone healed me. Something, like, surged in my body, and I'm feeling better. And this is, this is, it's been four weeks since I started my, my second flare. So, I'm glad to be here. I hope you guys are excited for this episode. We're just talking about 
some questions that you guys sent in. Are we done with the concert? But you want to keep talking about the concert? Oh, okay. I just wanted to say one more thing. I never, like, I don't know any Post Malone songs. So, like, I, I would just want to say that I enjoy. No, I genuinely knew, like, four of those songs. Mm. And, like, and to sing, I knew one of them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like, I, I would say going to his concert, it was it was really... You look like nice. you were having fun. I was, I was vibing. I was like, I damn near smoked the whole cart, my <laughs> whole cart that night, but it was worth it. I was having fun. And, you know, it was a very light Lively, show. Yeah. It was like light and light. How do. Oh, you mean like. UV lights, like the lights not were. UV. Not UV lights. <laughs> um, the the um, strobe lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were insane. And even the fire, the pyrotechnician was crazy. But here's the thing. One thing I've noticed, uh, but th- this is me also like saying this, but I haven't been to a female artist concert, but female artists have to work so much harder. I've never a been concert. to a female artist concert. They either. are dancing. They have background dancers. They have sets. They have like. I'll be honest. I'm telling you, rappers wait, and wait, wait, wait. Uns, like male say, singers, they wait, just come on stage. Wait, 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 wait. Most artists are like that, and I'm saying like most, like only artists that I can think of. Chris Brown. I, I was just on, about to say, like, I'm he like, he comes on stage and dances. He's like, gonna I mean, dance. But you know what the thing is? Most people aren't dancers. No, but they you don't know? have to be. But most I'm saying, like, for example. Like, you're not really fond of Dua Lipa, but like she started off her career as being like one of the worst stage performers ever. Like there's so many memes of her dancing and she's so stiff. And now she's like one of the hottest, like baddest dancers like on stage. And like she's had to work that hard. Even like I'm thinking Doja Cat, Taylor Swift. I'm thinking of like the big like female artists. They have to work so much harder. Like love Post Malone. Like he was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved him. But coming on stage, like I could tell that the numbers that they were doing, like he didn't have to, like I mean, not that he was gonna bust out of, but he started okay, dancing. Wait, he wait, did no, start no, no, dancing no. a little bit. I agree bit. with you. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. But where I disagree is like the where Post Malone. Where I have to really commend him. He and especially he's a, like hip hop. He did not have like a backtrack really. But that's all. because yeah, he's but a like, fucking phenomenal, phenomenal most, voice. Most rappers, you're going to their concerts, and ninety eight percent of the concert is them singing over a backtrack. Yeah, no, that's like, true. Yeah, no, he, he sang like, his heart only, out. Not only are he they not amazing. dancing, they're barely even singing. Yeah. So it's like, yo, I paid no, I do, 100 yeah. plus to go to this concert to, to watch this artist sing. sing over a backtrack and run around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> run around this day. Yeah. They're not dancing. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I loved his performance. And I, I, think, I think he really was able to just like... It was one of the last, like, shows on the tour. He had, like, one more show the next day, but it was, like, it was bringing in the L.A. vibes and everything, so I think he felt really, really loved. It was a really good, like, atmosphere, and I think it just healed me. It really did. Like, I just had so, so much fun, and, like, I remember feeling so, like, at peace at at the concert after having such a shitty, like, past three weeks, so, yeah, and and now I'm feeling better miraculously, so I guess that's perfect timing, but, okay, enough about the concert. That was so long. I know. Um... Yeah, let's get into some questions you guys asked as well as some things that we just want to update you guys on. Um, If you guys heard the last episode, I told you guys that Chris and I are moving out of this apartment because our lease was over and we just didn't want to stay here into the new year. Uh, It's time for new journeys, new experiences. So we want to let go of this apartment before uh, like Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving, but before Christmas, uh, before the new year. And yeah, how do you feel about how do you feel about moving? I'm stressed, but I'm always stressed about everything. Of course, I'm stressed too. I'm just taking it one day at a time. I know, but that's your problem. <laughs> I feel like you're always like, I'll worry about it when I have to, and it's like day of. So I'm trying to like rush and think about everything, but also like a lot of things can't really be done right now because we still need to like sleep in here for the next 17 days. Like we still have like 
a little under 20 days before we move but it's like I feel like things need to move faster but I just need to put the pieces together it's kind of a lot but yeah like I said we're going to be we we in the last episode I said we were driving because at that point we were still trying to think about road tripping and whatever but after some some chatting it up uh we decided that I think it'd be better to just fly and intend to come back in the new year since we really want to be here I really don't want to be in like in Charlotte for that long and even though I want my skin to heal and all that stuff I still need to live my life and I think that after the second flare I I've realized that like I think I can handle like living with Chris and like being away from my family now um I think that first time when TSW hit me it was just so much and I needed to be home with family but after going through the second flare I do think that like I could sustain myself and continue to heal um without being at home 24 7 so we're gonna go home for like a month and then we'll be back and yeah hopefully <laughs> some pieces come together but yeah I think I think that's a smart decision we went back and forth a lot about it but I want to travel and do all that stuff, but we can we can wait. It's it's okay to wait. It's fine. That's it about moving. Um, the next question: How tall are you? <laughs> Someone was just curious. On the record, five three. You're five three. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of awkward. Um, I'm six three, you nerds. I don't know. Well, I measured him today, and he was five eleven, oh, but he's I'm, not. <laughs> I'm six two and a half. Okay. Now it just sounds like I'm lying about my height. But no, yeah, not, you're six two. In reality, two, I'm yeah. six two and a half. Six two and a half. Next question. How did you know you were ready for a relationship? Also, do your dreams get in the way? You you take a swing at it first. Okay. I mean, I feel like you don't know you're really ready for a relationship until a relationship presents itself in front of you. I I mean, I think people like have this misconception where they're like, I'm ready for a relationship, but don't even have any contenders. And now it's like you're going out and looking for people, which works in this day and age, but it's like... I don't know. I feel like you should really just let things come to you. And when it does come to you, you really see your opportunities and you weigh your path out. And the problem also nowadays is like things come to people. Good things come to people. Um, we have a friend of ours where, you know, good things. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, names, no, I'm just I know. saying, but like good things can come to people and like you don't necessarily take it. It could be from past trauma. It could be from trauma that yeah. you're going through right now. But I don't know. Sometimes the people around you, like your friends, can help you open up your eyes to the relationships that you can have in your life. So Yeah. No, I, I agree, but I guess I, I want to dive more into, like, you, because, like, I guess post-high school and then getting into, or going to college, right, and getting into, a, like, a serious relationship as soon as you got into college, like, how did that feel? But also, then again, like, I told yeah. you, I've always been in a relationship, like, as far as I can remember. I know, like, high school relationships don't really count in anything, but, like, I'm just saying, like, I always been in the relationship kind of mindset i feel like i'm i'm super cool independent you know what i mean like yeah. but i've always been with someone that was like i guess you're saying like whatever presents itself you're a very go with the flow kind of guy and i feel like that because runs like in every you, portion of your life and i know it, it we i was we was the comedian we was watching the other day oh yeah he was yeah. like what did he say he was like men just they have this confidence <laughs> they have this confidence that comes from nowhere and you're just so confident for no reason in, in situations you shouldn't even be confident in mm. and i think that's part of it too i don't yeah. know yeah well i guess that's from your perspective but i definitely have a very different answer um how did i know i was ready to get into a relationship oh well do you have something to tag on for do you, do your dreams get in the way i think your dreams shouldn't get in the way with your relationship because I feel like the person in your relationship, you guys should have dreams that are together. And if your dreams are not intertwined with each other, then I don't think you guys should be in a relationship together. Yeah. 
but then again it's like some people are cool with the fact of just like knowing that a relationship's gonna end but if you but if you know I that it's, circumstances. it's not i think if you're in school and you guys know when school is gonna end cool but if you're not in school what are the point and of those relationships? Like, yeah, what are the point of relationships yeah. of like? I'll be honest, I've been in those relationships, but I was in school, like, and I knew when school, like, but like outside of school now, I would never be in a relationship like that. It's like why that doesn't benefit you as a human anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not growing from that, like. Yeah. And you also was like, yo, and I'm gonna be with this person for now, cool. But then it's like, yo, you're gonna have that like loss of attachment. Yeah, like maybe it might not feel very long. Yeah. But still it's like you're you're setting yourself up for failure eventually i that's just i guess i guess but okay well i guess i'll go into my answer because i i knew i was ready for a relationship but i necessarily like i wasn't really looking i think i was on dating apps for fun but also i was not interested in the guys here that were that that I was trying to seek out, if that makes any sense. I mean, Chris and I literally ran into each other, so that's a very different story. But I think, I guess, as we started to push ourselves into the relationship that honestly happened pretty fast, it just it just feels right. And I think that after learning from my past relationship, which was also very long-term, like, after that, I kind of knew what I wanted, so I wasn't really willing to compromise, like, any of my needs or wants, especially now that I live on my own and do all that stuff, like, if you don't add to my life, I just think it's very, very pointless. And I think I might have said that, like, verbatim in the last episode that Chris and I recorded, but that's because it's it's, it's true. Like, I, I knew I was ready to jump into something with Chris because, like, it, it made sense. And honestly, even if I made a hasty decision and it felt really wrong, like, three weeks after or something like that like I I think I would have called it off like I just think that we wouldn't have made it this far and like you can probably say the same thing because you were making the effort to like come over every single day and like whatever and then you just ended up not not leaving but like you could have left you know like you if if this wasn't something that you wanted so I guess I guess it's a very case-by-case situation but that's where communication comes into a lot of into a lot of things and I feel like a lot of the questions that we're about to answer like it's always going to stem from communication but it's really true like if you don't know where the other person stands on anything whether if you're in a situationship relationship whatever it's like no one's going to know what's going on until someone communicates what's up and I feel like people are just afraid to say shit these days like to each other and whatever and it's like you can't expect a relationship to be successful without without saying stuff yeah and yeah my dreams don't get in the way I think we both want to be in the entertainment space and like as much as I said I didn't want to date someone in the entertainment space like it just ended up happening but I think that like the goals that we've discussed make make sense right that's not necessarily what I meant I didn't mean like your occupation need to line up together I just meant like long-term goals oh like kids and like yeah like like stuff like that like like we wanted to get a house that like you know what I I know I think I think from I think they were asking from a sense of like because they know I'm an actor no I think they know because I like I'm an actor so like my dreams of being an actor does that get in the way like does my relationship get in the way of that I feel like us as actors, but like not even if I wasn't an actor, right. but like when I'm saying us as actors, yeah. like individual mm-hmm. actors, like when you're with your partner, I think your partner understands what you're going through. It's like, mm-hmm. I might be away for six months. That is the real. Yeah. I might be away for a year. Yeah. Like that is the real, but like most of the times you're with your, with your partner, they're away for a year. They're probably making good money. So their partner mm-hmm. can be with them yeah. on site, on set, whatever. So like. It's, it's a very, but that's, it's also a very case by case situation, but I do think that like, 
if if your dreams get in the way and it just doesn't feel right like you'll know like you'll know what you're willing to compromise and what you're not willing to compromise and i think that that's such an important part of being single um i guess i forgot to mention that too but i was single for like ever since i graduated high school i was single for a good like two two and a half years afterward and i did a lot of like independent searching in myself to know what i wanted and because i knew what dreams that i had and things that i wanted again wasn't willing to compromise so if it wasn't gonna work it wasn't gonna work and that's that so i don't think my dreams get in the way and i don't think yours does either so yeah yeah that's that (laughs) what parts of you are you currently working on if any do you want me to go Mm, or you want to go okay (laughs) i'll go first um i think the biggest thing that i'm working on right now on myself um it has to be understanding that life can be slow and i think i've been working on that for a while now because i was forced into doing it and that was a big part of like my goals for this year was to like slow down and genuinely like appreciate life and understand that i don't have to work like quote unquote work as hard in order to generate the same amount of results i think conserving your energy and like building yourself up spiritually mentally and all that stuff is like a part of the the whole picture and if you're only focusing on like just doing work it's not really it's not really beneficial so like really diving into meditation and really diving into all of the slow slow related things that i like to do like um i guess like coloring like you guys know i've been on that coloring kick or whatever but like things like that and just finding hobbies and passions that i'm interested in that don't have to generate me money i think sometimes we're so goal oriented and like money oriented when you're just trying to make money as young like young entrepreneurs whatever and it's just it's a lot of pressure and i think when you relieve that pressure and just allow money and opportunities to come to you like they really do flow to you i think it's just been really hard because i had to be still for so long so now that i'm like starting to work again and whatever like ever since like a month ago when i started to work again it's like trying to find that balance of like staying slow but also feeling like proud of myself for staying slow and not just doing it because i'm sick if that makes any sense like doing it because i want to live a slower life like i'll enjoy watching shows now without checking my phone because like i've learned to do that now and like i don't think that there was a point before where i was at that point um before tsw i was always checking my phone i was always trying to post a tiktok trying to do this this and that and like to a point to a certain extent i still do the same thing but it's definitely better and i i think about it more so i'm working on that and i think that's the biggest thing because like i still have to give myself grace i'm still healing from tsw and like it's just it's taking a while and i'm getting very impatient but i think that's 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 the journey of it so yeah that's me do you do you have any wow okay to say that was a lot uh something we're working on okay i would say one thing i am more trying attempting to work on is uh, like how we communicate yeah you know like uh navigating that minefield of world war three yeah um yeah you know and then just to keep that simplified <laughs> yeah <laughs> um another thing i feel like is finishing things like even if it's something as simple as like as playing like video games like i feel like i don't even uh, enjoy finishing a video game anymore or a book it's like just pushing myself to finish stuff now is it's harder so mm-hmm. i feel like that's something i'm trying to work on that's good but then it's like even when i don't know you finish things now you don't have the same enjoyment of 
finishing them that you did. Before I think you do. I do. I definitely do. I don't. I don't. Not like anymore. when I finish a podcast now, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to post it. But I think I've also been deprived of posting doing and doing it, things yeah. for so long that like I'm so fucking excited to mm-hmm. post anything. But like, well, I guess back to the communication part, we're definitely working on it. But all all couples have their their things to work on, and we just have our own special things that we need to work on um but yeah i mean i I still think that we communicate better than like she's cheating on me with a guy named larry i'm not (laughs) larry the lobster is not your competition well yeah i think i think communication is something that every couple should strive to like continue to work on forever like i don't think it's something that just like happens and and then you're good for the rest of your life once you get it i think that there's always something to navigate but yeah there's that and then finishing things that's that's a good one for you i do i do agree i feel like when you throw yourself into some passions you're just like you're like eh, i guess i won't do it <laughs> and then because sometimes seeing it through i feel like is like but then like new shiny things are like oh now this new yeah, thing yeah, i want to yeah. do I, I have i will burn so bright in something <laughs> i'm serious like so bright so interested for like three days and then it's like that shit is so boring i don't want it get it away from me but then I wonder if it's like you just haven't found something that you're you're really into. I don't know. I feel like I genuinely I can say that about almost everything. But also do you feel like it's because like of the stress we've been going through? Like No. No, yes you don't think so? No. Mm. I mean regardless, like I feel like I would still feel the same about these tasks, mm. whether I was stressed or not. Got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe it's the content of things that I'm consuming now versus of when I was a kid. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. And then well, when you're when you were a kid it's like Everything is better. Yeah. Everything is amazing. Like, now we have adult things to worry about, and it's like, the one thing that you worry about will consume your mind, and you're not really into, like, doing other things. I I, I can relate to feeling like that. Like, there's just some things I just don't, I don't find enjoyment in anymore. But that's why I'm saying, like, I'm trying to work on, like, enjoying those things again, I guess. Stress definitely does add to it. That's what I was just about to say. I was like, like, I think it is. When you're stressed about something, like... That stays doing on your anything brain, doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, playing a video game feels so terrible when you're stressed, because it's just like... I gotta go do something, and it's just like, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like, even reading a book, it's like, I can't sit still and do this because I know I need to go do something else. Yeah. No, I feel. So, stress can add to it. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. I think, (laughs) in a good way and a bad way, I think you've taught me that when you're stressed, just do nothing. Like, just kind of stop and just, like, breathe, but, like... It makes me want to do nothing. It makes me want to sleep for hours, which is like good because sometimes that sometimes mental rejuvenation is what is I need. What you need. Yeah, but then like, other times I feel like I just want to crawl up in my bed and do nothing. But granted, I am still sick. I get it, but like, I I feel like I would feel the same way I while like I wasn't going through this. Sometimes crawling up in bed and doing nothing is what you need for a day. Yeah. Like you need that mental break, like off work. But off I've been curling school. up in bed for. Fucking I'm not talking days. about you. I'm just okay. talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Yeah. We're not talking about Jada Jones. Okay, but I was saying, <laughs> I'm like... I'm saying, like, other people genuinely, sometimes you just need that mental... No, I, like, I, I gave myself that break too much whenever I'm working. Like, I will take that day off. Don't give me PTO, paid time off, because I will use it. Like, I'm serious, because people don't. People will go 40 years without taking a break. Like, take a day off. Like, not even a day a week. That's not what I'm saying. But no. just, like, take a day. Like, that one day that you're like, dang, I don't want to go to work today, don't go. I think our our generation is just learning to not give any fucks about the system. And don't quit so easily. (laughs) 
Did you say that? And you? What do you mean? No, I'm a different case. You, no, different you were not a different case. That was this, Chris that was is the person that literally. That was different circumstances. No, it's not. And I'm Chris. No, it's so not. I can do whatever it's I want. definitely not. Anyway, <laughs> this man is giving advice that he needs to listen to, but that's okay. We'll let it come through the mic it's and the resonate truth, the way that it does. It's the truth. <laughs> TSW and how it's affected our relationship. Yeah, she hates me. Um, I hate him. He I'm hates kidding. me. We see each other 24-7 in this freaking studio. It's annoying. Um, yeah, but besides from that, but besides from <laughs> that, besides from that TSW has definitely like brought us closer. Um, I wish we, no, I don't wish that. Cause I, I do believe that things happen for a reason and our, our relationship was supposed to take the course that it did. But I wish that sometimes that we were able to like explore, like trying to work on our relationship together without this and like growing with it, like with our first year without this, like illness because i think it's so hard and this is one of the hardest freaking illnesses to go through and i think going through that with a partner and like like i guess the last time we recorded an episode that was back in march and like now it's november so many things have changed in our relationship and that's just mostly it has but it hasn't but it's been mostly like the most of the big changes like innately i guess for me have come from just being sick and seeing what a partner is willing to sacrifice to man the only thing that changed is that i cook every single meal. that's not true mm-hmm. he definitely did cook a lot of meals every meal mm. i cook every meal if i were to have three a day they would be done by him um if i were to have if yeah because there were days where I, guys i was starving please help Yo, gross. um I think we definitely grew closer over this process. I've learned that like sometimes I have difficulty like letting people do things for me because I feel like I'm in debt to them afterward. And like, I don't know. I had to learn that like we're a partnership and like I knew that before, but really learn like leaning into your partner when like struggling and feeling comfortable doing that because you always have this fear of like, what if they stop liking me or like what if what if they just don't care anymore? And like you just feel this sense of abandonment, especially because like, my confidence and self-esteem and all this stuff definitely like were affected by TSW. Um, and so was my mental health, um, like times a million. I, I, I don't, I, I, again, there's so many things with TSW that I still don't know if I've processed yet, but the things that I have processed, I've realized that like have been strengthened by my partner for the most part. Like, I don't think that, I don't think, that our relationship has been affected that negatively. If anything, we argue less because I'm going through this. Like, I don't have the energy to really be yelling at you, you know? Like, Man, that's not yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, then do you want to say how it's affected you? Because I don't. I, I mean, you really touched all the topics. I agree. Um, I don't think our relationship changed too much, but I, I do think that it it did affect us a lot in the beginning. Um, it was a lot of drastic changes. Like, I felt like I didn't even want to be with you at certain points at the beginning because I just felt so guilty. Like, I, I just felt so bad. Like, if anything, I was like, we don't have to do this if you don't want to. Like, because, like, as a sick person, you just feel the need to, to say that sometimes, even though, like, that shouldn't be the case. It's just, like, TSW was a really hard mental battle and, like, having to deal with that and all of that comes with it with a partner... It's definitely, it's just very difficult because, like, you're questioning everything for no reason, but also trying to heal and, like, while you're dying. It's just, like, 
I don't know. It's it's a lot, but I think I think you helped. You definitely helped my. I think, I think you, you helped. helped. <laughs> yeah. I think you helped, Chris. Do you think moving in together was the right decision for your relationship? I'd be too scared of committing slash being stuck. The answer can't be no. <laughs> you know. I but have I have a no question. What does that mean? I I think I think. I think in the early stages, I was very hesitant, but, like, it happened so naturally that I didn't even realize. Like, I feel like I've, I've never been a person to just jump on things that fast and, like, move someone into my life. And in in some aspects, I do wish that we had more time apart in the beginning of our relationship, but we just were obsessed with each other. <laughs> like, you wouldn't leave. I wouldn't want you to leave. And, like because it was that dynamic like there were no playing games either and I think that has a lot to do with it like we didn't have time to play the games it's like if we liked each other like we were just gonna we were just gonna go with whatever that felt like and I think there's a lot that we still aren't gonna share on the podcast just because it's our personal relationship but there was a lot that happened in our first couple months of being together that brought us together very very fast and there were just situations and conversations that we've had. I think by that point, we kind of knew that 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 we wanted to, like, fully live with each other. And, like, after that, in like, you started paying rent here, like, in the beginning of this year. So it's, like, we knew after after the end of last year that, like, you're ready. We're ready to, to take our relationship to the next step, I guess, even though you were here every day. Like... He only went to school two blocks down the road. So it's like we saw each other every day anyway. And that's kind of what happened. But yeah, I, I think that I wish we had a little bit of more time away from each other maybe at the beginning. But it just happened so naturally that like I wouldn't change it any kind of way. Um, I feel like if you're scared of being stuck or like stuck or like scared of being too committed, then like I think that you're moving too fast for your relationship. Like I don't. I think every relationship is case by case, but for us, like, it just, it felt like that was the next, like, thing, I guess. I mean, we really just took it day by day. Yeah. That's, that. I mean, I feel like we're still doing that. Like, I mean, like, but that's a relationship. You take everything day by day, and, like, yes, you can plan for the future. It's about the commitment that you make to your partner every single day at the end of the day, I think. You know, like, you say, you good night, I love you, like, whatever. Like, and then that continues to carry on and the days become weeks and then the weeks become months and then the months become years. Like, I, I, I don't think there was any pressure to like, oh, what if this ends? Like, I guess there's always that question, but like, that's not something we need to worry about, I guess. Right? I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess, I guess. Your LA experience. Do you feel like you've, you had a good LA experience? It's a love-hate relationship. I love LA in the aspects where it reminds me of New York, uh, but my total experience as a whole, the people that I've met have been really cool. Uh, the school that I went to was kind of shitty, but I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> so I'm I guess not all say schools school. are pretty shitty, and I just don't like school. I don't know. Mo I don't know. Maybe the kid next to me liked the school, but that was just me. Uh, my experience in LA was great. I'd rate it like eight out of ten, right? Mm. Six out of ten. Six out of ten because it's so damn expensive to live here, and not even just like the New living cost. New York is the same. If anything, it's more expensive. In and Out is the only place you can go here to get a love in and for out. less than four dollars. That's in the and only out. place. Well, I guess. I'm sticking with that. It's a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Mm -hmm. So why do you want to come back? 
Because LA is the move. <laughs> just because I said it was a 6 out of 10 doesn't mean I didn't have fun. Yes, it does. Not necessarily. That sounds pretty bad. It was just the rating on the experience as a whole. And that's encompassing everything, though. Not just school. And prices of food. <laughs> prices of food made it go down uh, two, two, two points. Okay. <laughs> it made yeah, it go down right. two rankings. Like. All right. <laughs> Next question, I guess. You didn't um, answer it. His LA experience. My LA experience, fine. I'll go into it. My LA experience has been interesting. I think I have to divide it into so many categories because my first year here, I spent alone. Um, a lot of the friends that I had were very temporary friends. Not that that was a bad thing, but that's just kind of what happened. I didn't really find my my core, like, solid group of friends. And, like, even then, it's, like, not a group. I feel like I'm in, like, I have very uh, spread out kinds of friends, but I do have a few solid, like, friend groups, I guess. And that came with time, but that also came with, like, pushing myself to go out and meet so many people. Like, it might have seemed like I was, like, trying to be friends with the entire LA the first, like, year here, but I think it paid off because, like, my eagerness to go out and, like, meet people was what ended up drawing the people to me. Like, I think that the energy that you're putting out really does um, resonate with other people, and you will naturally attract people that, that find your vibe cool. And, like, that's why I hate when people are like, oh, all LA people suck. Like, a lot of them do. Don't worry. But, like, I don't. I think that it's unfair to, to put a whole city of people into one category and be like, LA's fake and it's influencer city. Like, yeah, my first year was that. <laughs> and then uh, towards the end of last year, I feel like that's when I started gaining my close friends and that's when I met Chris. And I think things just kind of naturally did its thing until this year. Like, I started my own company with my friend Bree. Super, super fun. Obviously, I have to take a break now because of being sick that happened i feel like i've established a lot of good friends here and it feels like home and that's why i want that's why i personally want to come back because to me it feels like home um and i'm excited to continue to build my career here uh even though it feels like i haven't really done much i've done a lot and like i just need to give myself credit for that and that's about it i think i would rate it an 8 out of 10 um for the la experience minus tsw an 8 out of 10 it was maybe like bad at some points, but never super unhappy besides TSW. So yeah, that was mine. Last question. What are the boundaries within a relationship where you think it's okay and not cheating? For example, commenting on another girl's post, hanging out one-on-one -on -one with a close friend, commenting on an ex's post, etc. What do you think draws the line for cheating? And I think a lot of people think very different things. So whatever you and your partner agree on is what is right for your relationship, I guess. Honestly, I heard it once and I think this is the most true shit I ever heard. Like, if you won't do it while your partner is there, don't do it while they're not there. Yeah. Like, if you are thinking, like, damn, we're late. Like, you know, like, if you're thinking my partner is going to feel some type of way about this, don't do it. It's that simple. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, because, I mean, most people, some people are okay with some other things. So, we can't, I can't necessarily answer for your relationship. Is it okay for you to comment on other girls' posts? I can't. Mm -hmm. But some relationships might be okay with that. Like, so, that's my point. My point being is, mm. if, you're, if you're okay with doing it while your partner is there, then that's cool. But if you're not going to do it while they're not there, don't do it. Yeah, I agree. I think the internet is so split on this, though, because, like, so many... I think a lot of 
stuff stems from insecurity and being hurt in past relationships but i think a lot of it also stems from really people just not knowing like what what is up and especially if okay i think no i think she's like committed and situationship so i think in a committed relationship your boundaries should and your boundaries and your wants and needs should be communicated immediately i think that that i like a lot of people shy away from that because they're like oh i think i'm gonna push that person away or like I'm gonna be like asking for too much, but I'm like, if you've already committed to this person, you're gonna need to like speak up and say what you want. And I think a lot of people fall short on that. Uh, some people aren't even in a committed relationship. They're in situationships and they're already telling somebody that they can't do something. And I don't think that, I don't think that's fair either. So I think a lot of it is just communicating and seeing where you guys are in the relationship. Like I, everything I said is answers every single but, question. But no, no, but some, some people like have the boundary of like, you can't follow any girls on exactly. Instagram. Exactly. So like, like, if that is what your girl, if you know that's going to make your girl angry, don't do it. It's that simple. That's it. That is it, bro. If you know your girl gets mad when you follow people, don't follow people. If you're not okay with your girl telling you that, don't be with her. It's yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Simple. Yeah, don't be with her. It's like, stop. Simple. Like, stop like, trying to pursue things it, with somebody that's not gonna have like, the same boundaries and respect the same thing as you. It like, answers all the questions, bro. Like, if you know yeah. is the, you're gonna make your partner unhappy, don't do it. I guess that's it. We've talked our. We've talked our. We've talked your guys's heads off. We do be. We do be tired. So I love you guys so much. Thanks, Chris, for coming onto the podcast. Um, I loved your energy on the podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And Chris yeah, crew. Chris Crew. Okay. Um. Yeah. We will talk to you guys hopefully in another future episode. If you guys want Chris back on again, take care, and I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye. Adios.